welcome to this episode of uh, the Unknown Name Game Podcast. I think that's a good title, the Unknown Name Games Podcast. It's called a work in progress, I guess. It's a work in progress. Yeah, I uh, I'm a and uh, I'm here with the. Uh, you don't have a silky smooth voice. I don't have a silky smooth voice. No, it's not smooth, but it is a cool voice. It sounds cool. Cool. Thanks. Well, that's that's Alex. What's up? <laughs> and Alex is is he's the calm person. I think I am just the the banting ranter. Just I just keep going. I don't stop. Uh, but yeah, this is a podcast where we talk about games, specifically, I guess, all kinds of games, uh, except for board games. Do you play yeah, board games, have... Alex? I actually don't. Um, I mean, I played a couple in my time, but it's not a thing that I typically do. Yeah, I, like we usually stick. So we both usually stick to. OK, actually, you know what? I stick to console games usually. And Alex over here is a huge PC gamer. So that's that's one of the yeah. main differences. Yeah, I mean, I, I have consoles, but I just choose to play most of my stuff you, on PC. You, you, neg- neg- ugh, you neglect them. There we go. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I mean, I, I try to play them when I can, but yeah sounds like when you can uh but yeah today the topic is uh we're going to talk about tokyo game show we live here in tokyo both me and alex so we are the best source for your news on japanese games like that one of the podcasts that we're not ever going to talk about actually we should talk about them actually we shouldn't i mean there's a lot of podcasts that do this thing so exactly we're just one of many in the one in actual many yeah (laughs) statistical minority it's ridiculous but yeah yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, Apex. No, not Apex. Mind trip right there. We're going to talk about Tokyo Game Show. Uh, the games that we saw, our expectations, what maybe uh, kind of was cool, what wasn't cool. And then finally, a couple of some news. And yeah, then we'll just close out the show. So first of all, we're just going to go into the topic of Tokyo Game Show. And uh, it was pretty good. I went all four days. Right, you did. Um I think it was it was pretty good for me too. I actually didn't go all four days. I only went for for two out of four of them. Yeah. Um. But I did spend a lot of time on the floor, actually, like checking out as much as I could, like physically all the booths that I could. Yeah, you were on the floor like the entire like the entire first day. You were just uh, I was. We yeah, said I we're was. on the base. We were on there on the business days, uh, because we were there for business. Yeah. Yeah. He was just on the floor the entire day. He came back and he's like, "Oh gosh, I saw too much." I was really tired. So like when I got home um, day one TGS, I like sat in my chair and I was like, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm so tired. Like I hadn't walked that much in a long, long time. I, You know, I so I had the opposite experience of I literally spent. So I spent all of TGS working. Uh, but the very last two days I spent at the indie booths. So I was just looking at indie games and like in VR games. Right. That was that was my TGS. So you have the better TGS experience. I don't know. I mean, it depends on what what you would would call like better. Um, because like, here's the thing. Like TGS is it's you know the biggest game show in Japan, if right. not like the only one, right? Right. Um, well, there's there's bits of it, but that's different. So bits yeah. of it, yeah, is is pretty cool, but it's it's a little different in the fact that it's only indie games. Right. Right. Um. So I checked out, like, um the major boots konami uh you know sony yeah uh, sega you know and which, i which sorry, i got oh no no i was gonna say like which i have to say like usually so i did walk the floor 
for like 30 minutes. And I, I, I want to say like, I've been going to Tokyo Game Show for at least four years. And I don't know, the booths just weren't as hype looking, except for Capcom, because Capcom always brings it. But like Square's booth was, because it's Final Fantasy and it's like right. uh, uh, Shinra, you know. That was cool though. I have to, I, I think that was kind of cool. So basically, yeah, yeah. if you guys don't know, um, Square Enix, you know, was at TGS this year as they always are. And um, their booth was kind of modeled after a tiny Midgar from FF7. Yeah. So it looked like really industrial. It really looked like um, like a factory, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was like, I was, <laughs> I was really into that, like aesthetic. It looked, it looked I, really cool. I was just like, guys, it looks like you saved money this year. You just went for, with the bare bones, just layout. But it did, bones, it, did feel, it did feel a little smaller <laughs> this year, I think. Yeah, it was, it, there was a... Uh, you know in recent past there's always been a lot of smartphone game companies there or um right kind of uh you know like schools or whatever like just people advertising a certain product like this year 5g was a big thing so you had Do Gokomo. yeah uh, Dokomo had Dokomo. a big Dokomo they had a, big had a gigantic booth. a gigantic booth for some reason and i was um, like what are um, you doing like what are you what doing Dokomo? <laughs> like what's what's the thing here 5g changing the future and right in front of the docomo booth was the xperia booth and it was xperia was weird because when i walked by they just had like six models on stage i don't know what they were doing like right. maybe they were having a contest because there was an audience and i'm like what they're just they're why? just there for the why? models yeah they're for the models. so i think like in my mind like the not the weirdest but like the 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 booth that made me think like why are you here the most yeah uh was docomo Samsung yeah. had a booth there, which is just like they were just like pimping their SSDs. And yeah, like, there was an SSD, and they yeah. had the the like the girl companions out just wearing their race suits, like yeah, buy an SSD, yo. And then and there was I, I think I think it's called AK Racing, like the company that makes gaming chairs. Oh, yeah, next to the Indies, right? Yeah, and then there was Skumo, which is a a computer like part store in in Tokyo. Which you know, Skumo I, I thought was fine because it was, and even the 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 AK Racing chairs because they were in the hall with all the other vendors that were just selling merch really. Yeah. So I'm I'm like okay, like it's not that bad, but but Dokomo was in the main hall. <laughs> yeah, they were huge. They had like gigantic <laughs> booth. Yeah, and I was just like, what are you doing here, Dokomo? Like, like Dokomo I wasn't was, sure. Like they were yeah. pimping. They were pimping 5G, right? Which is the right. next. Um, like cellular standard after 4G, um, yeah. but it wasn't like like they didn't have phones there that we could try out that were on 5G. They were just like there saying just... that they were going to do 5G. So I was like, okay, like I get it, but yeah, why it's though? weird yeah. because like right next to their booth, I think Cyberpunk was next to their booth, right? Uh, Dokomo? I don't think so. I think I think Cyberpunk was. I feel oh, like Cyberpunk was like in the corner somewhere. They, yeah, they were in a, they were in a corner. Cyberpunk like i did go to that booth and it was it was pretty amazing like there's nothing on the outside of the booth minus the awesome sign yeah the logo thing. right and the, logo the motorcycle is, and the motorcycle yeah and it's just like it's so simplistic yet it's so it's so good and they had um uh you could take tickets well you could wait in line to sit on the bike of course and you know your friend take a picture yeah yeah if you don't have any friends i'm sorry i think they had someone to take a picture of you you could have asked the staff but like yeah, they had an hour-long demo that was being played inside of their theater, inside of the booth, by right. the dev team. Right, right, and right. Yeah, 
yeah, there's like 120 something seats in there. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah, Nothing I didn't get that. Of this booth. Yeah, yeah, I, I wish. I wish. I wish you did. <laughs> oh, so I could tell you about it. I know someone who did actually go into the theater and they basically said it was like 50 minutes of gameplay. Yeah. Um, it was 50 minutes of one mission done two different ways. They oh, so they did. So maybe it was the uh, the trailer they released that 15 minute trailer where it was like you can proceed this way or you can you can do it this way or that way. I think it was well, probably similar. I don't know what mission it was, but it was just it was almost an hour of one mission. So I guess like 30 minutes each. Each. Way. Yeah. Um, and then one way is like if you were kind of more action based and you're going in like guns blazing or something. And then uh, the other way would be like if you're playing it, you know, a little more stealthy, like you have a less um, like aggressive play style or something like that. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of the uh, to say it's the hottest game of next year is an understatement. It's it's going to be like I've played a little bit of Witcher. I like Witcher. Uh, right. I didn't have a PC to play the first two the way I wanted to. And I didn't have an Xbox either. But now that I do have a PC, it's like, you, oh, you, you can, know what? Yeah, you can definitely play one, two, and three. I can I can definitely play them. Uh, but I think the only thing they really unveiled for Tokyo Game Show was, I think the demo was in Japanese, and that the, yeah, everything was localized for Japanese, voice, dub, sub, whatever, you know, all that was was localized. So that that's cool. Right. What I'm curious about Cyberpunk is um, how it might get censored in Japan. What what would they censor? Just all the nudity in it, because like Witcher Three is censored oh, in Japan, as far as I know. Oh, um, that's that's true. There was some nudity, but you know, like Japan, they have just shops where you can buy the Western the versions, the, yeah, the exported version, ex imported version, imported, yeah. Well, it would be imported into Japan, yeah, yeah, the Western yeah. versions. So I mean, like, so Japan is like, um, I don't know, it's kind of weird depending on how you look at it, but um, a lot of like sexual content gets like it flies under the radar here in japan yeah and then like yeah. usually it's gore that gets like super censored like mortal kombat never saw the light of day um in japan it was just too gory they're like we're not putting this game out here well remember there was also the uh crap what is what was the game i'm trying to think it's a horror based game it was a horror game uh from the creator of resident evil uh evil evil within evil within yeah yeah, yeah. evil within literally they they put like the gore like features of that game onto a dlc that you would buy it was a, it was a five dollar dlc code i think oh and for japan because for was, japan it was cut yeah. out right it was cut out yeah it's like yeah. Strange um japan but i know that witcher 3 uh, in japan i'm pretty sure witcher 3 is is relatively censored just all the nudity in there because you can just go in into like a lot of parts of that game and it's just like nudity and then that's just cut back for the japanese release and then uh, i was watching a demo of cyberpunk on youtube it's from the official channel yeah yeah and it's just like it's just breasts it's just like how like you have to carry like a naked woman <laughs> yeah i did see the 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 woman that i yeah in that demo the very first one i think they did and it was like oh oh i didn't realize she was naked but it's not it's not really that big of a deal honestly like it's not well, the thing is, like, I think it's done in a way that makes sense. Like, it's not right, really, right. It's not really there to be, like, sexual. You know what I mean? Like, it's not there. Yeah, it's just, just literally like... this. This woman was injured, and right. Yeah. yeah. 
Like I mean, it was a woman who was like in an in an ice bath because like I don't know like he had like an organ harvest or something like that, right? Yeah, I mean there's, something there's... like that. Yeah, and she was just like naked in a in a bath, and it was in it completely makes sense in the context of the story and like what's happening. Right, right. Uh, so the like the sexual content in there isn't supposed to be like um, fan service or anything. Right, and they haven't really released any details if you'll be able to like romance anyone with. I the, feel like... like you can. It's it's just. It's a thing that that it's, studio it's thing does. That, the, yeah. that studio yeah. does, right? Yeah. And like even in the trailer, not the trailer, but that demo, you know, she kind of wakes up and then the, a guy walks out of her apartment. Right. Uh, yeah. So I remember that. Yeah. There's gonna be something there, but you know, Cyberpunk was at at the show, and I think a lot of the Japanese gamers showed up and uh, definitely took notice. Um, I actually think like Cyberpunk is. Um, I think there's a lot of hype for that game in Japan. Yeah. Um, and I'm really pleased to see that because, you know, I feel like that studio CD Projekt Red kind of deserves that. Like, I feel I feel like they work really hard on, on these games. They do. They they try to make sure that all of like everything in the world makes sense. It's there for a reason. It's rooted. It has a story. Yeah. Yeah. They really do, I think, um, go to extreme lengths to, to make sure their storytelling is, is on on point. And, and finally, like you can't really have cyberpunk without Japan. Like you just it, it really is a genre that. I feel like was it's not born in Japan, but it's just so intrinsically like linked to Japan and Japanese culture. And yeah, so I think a lot ways. of people yeah. have that image of Japan, like that's hyper techno kind of city. And here we are using fax machines. <laughs> yeah, I think that was one of the biggest culture shock things for well, me when yeah. I came to Japan. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, fax is this thing. And I'm like, what what are you talking about? Fax? Like but but I am in the future. You can't just yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't make me facts. I'm in the future. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, cyberpunk was there, but another game that a lot of people are, I know are excited, especially for uh, Japanese fans. Sorry, not Japanese fans, but fans of the Japanese anime fans of the Japanese anime. They love themselves some persona. Oh yeah. P5. Yeah. Yeah. P5. Uh, the Royal. Yeah. P5 R. So like in, in Japan, that game is called persona five, the Royal. And then in English, just Persona 5 Royal. They just took the, the duh out of there because it sounds really dumb. Well, yeah, it did. It, it kind of does. <laughs> Same thing with Gold. So like when P4 Golden came oh, out. Oh, so it's not called the Golden. It's just called Golden. It's called the Golden in Japan. And then in, right. outside of Japan, it's called Golden because you're like, we don't need the Golden. Like, what is the Golden? Everything is the Golden. Yeah. But yeah, no, P5R, I'm actually really pumped about. I'm excited to play that because I, I played vanilla P5. Yeah. Um. When that came out, and I sunk like a hundred and some hours into that game. Right. Which sounds like a lot, but to be honest, that's just like one and a little bit of a playthrough because the base game, the base story, is a hundred hours. That's too long for me. Like it's I, I, so long. Like it honestly surprised me. Well, uh, like I have a friend who's who's playing it as well on PS. Like every time I see him on PS, uh, PSN, it's just always persona. persona. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I asked him, he's like, dude, I, I don't know if I'm ever gonna. Fi-. I'm like a hundred hours in. I'm like. The f- what are you doing side quest is like no this is main story yeah main yeah. story i'm like jeez so that game like really took me for a ride um because i was like playing it uh and then i got to what would seem like a logical end in the story right and then it's like surprise not Halfway. over yet and you're like oh no like <laughs> you're, you're not the real bad guy like yeah it's like i want more but i don't want more. actually i still want more but I no mean, i played- really yeah, I was so into that game. Like, I really love P5. Well, you played it on the show floor, right? Like, you played the... I played P5R on the show floor, yeah. Okay, I stood, yeah. In, I stood in line, and I uh, I checked it out. 
Yeah, how was it compared? It was to really the good. I, well, it's kind of weird because it, it wasn't actually like um, any of the new areas, or like I couldn't explore the world. It was actually just like a battle. Oh wow! So like when I got to the to the station, like I was in front of the line, right? Right, right. Lady sits me down, and she's just like, "Don't do anything other than battle." She's like, "Don't, don't go anywhere. Like, don't try to leave this room. Just start the battle." And I was like, "Okay, sure." Uh, don't. What it was, what anything. it was, was like um, a challenge fight. Right. And I'm not 100 percent sure, but I feel like it might be. I feel like this feature might be in the final game. Okay. So you start the demo in the Velvet Room. So, I mean, if you played Persona 5 or 4 or 3 or 2 even, you should be pretty familiar with the Velvet Room. You will spend a lot of time in there. Uh, that's where you fuse your personas and you like you kind of do a lot of your persona management. Right, right. So you start out the demo in the Velvet Room. And you're in your cell. Um, okay. And then, like, you're just at a menu. Like, you have a menu in front of you. You actually look, you could open, like, the typical, like, menu to look at your characters and all that stuff. But they're like, don't do anything. Like, don't look at anything. They just want you to just go have a fight. (laughs) Yeah. So then in the the menu that you have open in front of you, it's like start fight, basically. So I was like, okay, I guess that's the only thing I can do. So you just start to fight. And then you choose your difficulty. And then it was like, level 20 whatever like two stars and then like level 30 three stars and it goes all the way up to like level 80 like some insane insanely difficult um, so at least i guess it was you know they assumed hopefully that you've played you know persona 5 before but it's just one fight so was there anything different in the fight did it feel different or was it just kind of the same but just it was mostly the same if you've played p5 you'll jump straight in and you're like, this is really familiar. Like this is like the mechanics are the same. You're right. not going to change anything. That's too crazy. Right, uh, right. One thing that I did notice though, and I actually don't know if it's, be- if it's because it's, you know, Royal or if it's just cause the, the fight was being really generous. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did feel like my AI companions were just way smarter. Oh, yeah, I guess like, that, yeah. yeah, they were just making choices that make sense. So like I had, I was in a bit of a pinch. Um, I took like a lot of damage from one of the enemies. Right. And then my, one of my AI like party members um, did like a critical, not a critical, but like a, I guess I'll say like super effective attack on one of the enemies. And what that happens mm-hmm. in, when you do that in Persona, you get an extra action. Like it lets you move one more. Right, right. So my companion, my party member did that. And then with the extra action, they healed me. Oh, so it was like, it's, it's kind of like stuff that you would typically try to do for your partners, like your, your companions. Yeah. So AI, it was just an action that, it for you. Yeah. It yeah. made sense. Like it was a really logically sound um, move. Decision. Yeah. It's yeah. not like Donald. In Kingdom Hearts. From Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Dude, yeah, doesn't yeah. know. He's so Donald, heal me. Mother. Heal yeah, me. Donald, now. you're the only one that can heal. You have to heal me. <laughs> and Goofy's just going off doing his own thing. You're like, no, no, I need I need you to heal me. <laughs> I need it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's good to know. Like, at least that they're... Because you're like... You, you, I think you've told me in the past that they're completely... I mean, it's the same base game, of course, but they also add an extra layer of fine-tuning uh adjustments and just making it a little bit you know better overall 
Yeah, I mean, like, and as a fan of Persona Five, I'm like so excited. Like, I was checking out some news about Royal, and like, they're adding a lot of stuff in it. But yeah. instead of just making the story like really, really, really long, like longer than 100 hours, they're just going to change the pace of the main game. So they're adding like a lot of stuff, but I guess they're also just truncating a lot of other stuff to keep the game around 100 hours. Otherwise, you'd be playing the game for like 200 hours or something. Jeez, like, okay, so so there's more stuff to try to like just change it, change up the pace. I mean, that's that's really cool. Um, and there's also the like PS4 like hardware that's actually coming that's oh yeah the, the, like the limited ones like they look really good they look like, hot geez like there's there's three of them or two of them yeah there's three so there's two like regular ps4 slims or whatever and then there's one yeah. ps4 pro jeez like and then on top of that like the slims you, looks good they do oh they look so good the, but like, like the joker slim looks good yeah <laughs> i know um but if you already own a ps4 you can actually just pick up limited edition oh like a plate uh no just controllers oh yeah well i guess that that's a good thing i wish like they had interchangeable plates kind of like oh a, like like the old school ps4s like the the fats because you could change all the plate on the fat really yeah that shiny you know that? did you do you have a do you have a ps4 like not slim uh no i think i have a slim i like, yeah looks i don't like, remember looks like a cake i guess like it's kind of has rounded corners that's a slim but the original PS4, that shiny plate, the the part that covers the hard drive, yeah, you can actually switch that out to another plate. Huh. Well. So I th I think dang. for a, a limited time, like a very short time, you could actually just get different plates from Sony. I feel like. Um, but that didn't last very long, and I think what ended up happening was that you could just go to a store and get like a third party plate that looked kind of cool. Well hope yeah but you know the the slim and the pros they don't have anything that's like replaceable on the outside so it, you kind of just have to get a brand new ps4 if you want something that looks really cool dang well i you know what's crazy is i think we've actually i don't know we've we've been on for about we never promised anyone links for this podcast how long we've we been talking yeah 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 we we were <laughs> before the show we were talking like oh maybe we'll just make it like 20 30 minutes ish and we're like now uh i guess around the 20 minute ish mark which is good i mean it's been flowing pretty well i hope Probably everyone's is. enjoying it <laughs> yeah well i mean like yeah so that was p5r so out of all the games that i could have played on the floor i chose p5r and i kind of regret it and here's the thing the reason why is because p5r is coming out in a month in japan it's, yeah, it's october right yeah october 31st <laughs> yeah so it doesn't matter like whether or not I played it on the floor or didn't play it on the floor, I was always yeah. going to buy that game. Like I was gonna buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I like there was and I think I remember you saying that too. Cause like the thing is is like Final Fantasy Seven remake was also on the floor. Right, and, it was, yeah. And, and that's like, not coming out until March. Well, you know, assuming everything goes well. But yeah, it's not coming out till next year. Yeah. So like so... I should have played that because <laughs> that's like a way longer wait. You... You could have yeah. seen the hotness of uh, Cloud and Aerith, and you could have just seen their hotness on screen. Yeah, you could, you could testify. You could have been a testifier. Yeah, like how how hot um, <laughs> they look. Did you see the trailer? Did you see the TGS trailer? The, yeah, 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 yeah. The trailer was like that. I, like I don't know what they're okay. So when I played Seven, I my favorite characters were Yuffie, Cloud, 
Actually, yeah, Sid was my favorite. Sid was my most favorite. And we he was, haven't because yeah. he was smoking the whole time. It was Sid was a badass, man. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. this, this dude, I, I'm gonna follow him. I don't want to follow him, though. I wanted to be him. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna be Sid. You're gonna be a dragoon <laughs> that smokes, yeah. And somehow, like, in between all that, like Red 13 just somehow became like he like snuck up as in like, oh, I think you actually are useful now. <laughs> and I'm using them. So like my final team was just like uh Red 13, Sid, and um Yuffie and Cloud. No, I didn't use Yuffie as much as I thought I would. As I'm a horrible person, I just I, I love her for the short hair. I like never I used her. So I think my final party, like the final boss, like I'm talking like Angel Sephiroth or whatever, yeah. right? God yeah. Sephiroth. Yeah. It was Cloud, uh, Sid, and I actually can't remember the third. Like I wanna <laughs> say Tifa, but I, I'm not sure. Maybe it was Red 13. I mean, we had friend of the show, uh, Sean. Maybe he'll be on this. Uh, he was like, I kept Tifa in because I needed those uh, the sex appeal. He needed the sex appeal. He needed he needed to keep her in shape. Yeah, I that mean, was, yeah. So like uh, the trailer like looks so good, good, so good, like so good. I don't know. Oh man. I mean, like you can tell, like everything they've been doing for the past umpteenth amount of years is it's showing. Like I. The question is, is of course, like after this comes out, right? After this is released, like of course there'll be hopefully more in terms of like development cycle and the engine and everything. They'll be okay using it. Actually, I don't even know what engine they're using. I think it's Unreal, right? Looks. Oh like my god, Unreal. I actually don't know. I, I don't think they're doing proprietary yeah. anymore. So I don't know. I at one time I thought it was the 15 engine, but then maybe it's not. Like I don't it, actually know anymore. Like who knows? Because like the thing is, is we're gonna get this hopefully in March, and then we're like. At best, we get it next, next fall. Like, like the fall same year, like 20, 2020? Uh, 21, 2021. So like one part every year. Every year. It's going to be one part every year. <laughs> Three yeah, years. So I was, I was thinking, I'm like, how old am I going to be when this game is done? Like, you know, the episodic releases? Yeah. Like, I hope it's just... Because uh, there's so, still so much to do, and there's still so much we don't know. Like, are they going to go all the way up to like Gold Saucer, or like how far are they going to go in in the first part? In the first part, yeah, yeah. I, I think they announced that it's going to be just Midgar, right? And so that's what? Just you, yeah, the and that's first, just the first part, the first stage, stage part. Like that's that's literally a little bit of the game. I think everyone's kind of kind of like tried to come to terms with that, but at the same time. So I mean I think the question it's gonna be sad. the question is like after Midgar how much storytelling do they want to do? Because they're like remixing the story too. Yeah, they're really changing it up to I don't know I guess make more sense. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna cut some stuff out, but they're also gonna add a bunch of stuff in. And I guess like we there doesn't have to be as many side quests, but at the same time I think they want to keep everything in that because you know this is one of those games people come go back and play every year. Yeah, I mean, people, people like really dedicated. people really have fond memories of Seven, and I feel like if they change too much of Seven, it would kind of betray like their hardcore fans. Yeah, but the good thing uh, for this presentation is they had an hour long demo. I only watched a little bit, but you know, at first it seemed like it was going to be just you chose the commands during the active battle, like yep, you know, mm -hmm. on the fly. But now they revealed that you can actually like slow it down. And you can actually, I mean, it's pretty much almost a stop time. It, it moves so slow that. Yeah, you can do pretty much turn base if you want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, which is which is good. I know a lot of people are going to be happy about that. 
and it, it looks good. I, I wish I had been able to play it. I had another friend that actually did play it, and he was just like, it's good. Yeah, it I think just that good. I was on like just trolling the internet, and like one guy was like, this remake looks exactly how I imagined it as a kid, like when I was playing it. And I was like, that's good imagination. <laughs> like, good imagination. For me, though, I, I that's <laughs> that's really close. Like that, I think they really nailed the atmosphere of of Midgar. I think so too. Because you know, we really had good, yeah, we had Advent Children, and for me, I was. I think a lot of us were. I know me personally, I was just happy to see them all back together. But at the same time, when you compare Advent Children to what we're looking at now, it's this game it's looks like, way better. It's it's like shit, man. Something. Someone missed the mark somewhere. Advent it's, Children, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy how like Advent Children was like this super hot looking CG movie, right? Right, right. And now, and that was a movie. And like, this is a game real time and it looks and way better way than Advent better. Children. I'm like, how is this remotely is, possible? I will say though, I did like Tifa better in Advent Children. I do like, I think she looks better, but I think everyone else looks worse than they do in, in this. This is just, remake is going to be, it's going to be great. Like next year, you're going to have remake. In the next month, you're going to have Cyberpunk. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, my problem is, like, there's too many games that I don't have enough time for. That's everyone's problem. So there's, like, Persona 5 that's, like, next month, right? That's, like, 100 hours plus. If you and play, then, you know, till Christmas, you'll be fine. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't because November is Death Stranding. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Another game yeah. that was at the show. It was at the show, yeah. <laughs> it was at the show. They, they did have it playable if i remember no i don't think it was playable. Wait, was it they had oh uh, well they did have like stage shows that were that were playable. yeah they so maybe had, it like, wasn't footage that you could watch playable. but but yeah that game looks uh <laughs> good yeah it looks good question mark like no there, there's a question mark for me i'm i'm always sold on you know what kojima does it, yeah. it's it is different from what he's done in the past not 100 percent different like 180 it still deals with a lot of the themes that he likes to tackle. Right, but uh, it's it's pretty wild, right? In the yeah, what it, the game is. What cuz yeah, cuz what you're doing is walking. I think here's the thing. So like you're stealthing, you're stealthing around the environment this time more than anything. Yeah, and you're, you're also like the world's hottest delivery boy or whatever. Norm, Norman Reedus. <laughs> Norm, yeah. Norman Reedus. Norman there, Reedus. We we found a cosplayer at the show that was a Norman Reedus cosplayer. So just as Norman Reedus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he literally cosplays norman Reedus, like That's that so is funny. his cosplay and so the fact that he's in this game is what made him cosplay <laughs> sam bridges oh because he just looks because <laughs> he just looks the part right because yeah. he's norman Reedus. He's, he's norman Reedus, yeah he is Nor yeah so he had to do it too i think like um kojima like he makes really really good games i mean we we know him mostly for medical solid he's done like a couple other games as well right right but he's always been you know up until now like a konami employee mm-hmm so people are just like, when Kojima is like free, like when he is making his own game, he's calling all the shots. How crazy is, is he gonna going get? to get? Yeah, because he can do whatever he wants. But like when you look at it, like in the past, right? So we had uh, Inafune, left Capcom. Right. Mm -hmm. And he goes and makes my number nine, aka sure. Mega Man who died, who just sent himself off to get shot. I don't know. But sure. it was the same type. And then we have Igarashi leave Konami. He did Bloodstained. Uh, and he does Bloodstained, which is good. Better, he, it's great, but it's, it's still good, in the yeah. same it's the same vein of what he's been doing, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now, you know, it's like, oh, so what is what is Kojiba gonna do? 
Richards, I'm going to do exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I know what you're saying. Like, I get it. Like, I, I agree. I agree. But I can already see, um, like, how, how far he's pushing it. Because, like, he's basically just taking any celebrity that he can get his hands on. He's like, you're in the game. And you're in the game. That is true. Like, literally, his budget is, like, it's not, it's, it's Hollywood. It's not, it's, well, they're not all Hollywood actors. No, like, his they're friend, like, Jeff high... Kirby. Jeff Keighley is <laughs> Jeff in that Keighley. game. Yeah. Like, oh gosh. Wow. That was just weird. It's like, but it's not Jeff Keighley's voice. So you don't actually like feel like it's Jeff Keighley. It's just Jeff Keighley's quote, face. Quote, it's his face. You're like, oh, yeah. Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Uh, all I can see is him just like at the Spike Game Awards. The Game Awards. The Game Awards. He's like, <laughs> and, and now game of the year goes face. to. <laughs> yeah. He's like, world premiere, my face in Death Stranding. World premiere. You're just like, um, hi, Jeff. Glad to have you in the game. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so that was, I mean, so Death Stranding, you know, is coming out in November, and I have to, right. I, I want to play through that. Uh, there's also Pokemon that I'm kind of excited about. Is that November too, right? Yeah, it's or, also November. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Sword and Shield looks, it looks good. Like, I, like the thing is, is I don't want to buy a Switch because I will only buy it for maybe play Pokemon and then maybe play like another like Breath of the Wild and that's like a it. first like, party game. Yeah. I mean, that, but that's that's the role of every Nintendo system, right? Is to play Whoa. the first party. I mean, the Switch is different because it has so now, many games. It's so many games. Now it's it's yeah. it's, hip. it's like the Wii, but with graphics. Yeah, so, yeah. No, so people are like, right. hey, yeah. I can I can release you know this. Witcher 3 on it. It might not be the best looking Witcher 3, but yeah, just Doom. You can, you play, can play Doom. You can play Doom on the Switch, which is so <laughs> it's, crazy. It's like, uh, but you know, that's what's kind of cool about Bethesda and ID. ID software is, I don't oh know what it, oh, what it is put, about they'll, ID, they'll, they'll, they'll put their port. games on anything. They put every every year. They're like, and what's it coming to? It's coming to Switch. It's coming to Wii. It's like, yeah, it's coming this, here. Texas Instrument like, TI eighty four. <laughs> guys, it okay. Just do it yeah. to it um you know like so pokemon's coming out and then like in january i feel like i'm the only one who's excited about this but at nintendo direct like right before uh tgs right right they announced that they're gonna port the fire emblem um sharp fe ibunruku sorry ibunroku what is that what's the what's the english title it's like sharp fe like mirage sessions or something i i don't know let me look this up it's uh, a it's a crossover between fire emblem and shin megami tensei what oh wait wait wasn't that like from a long time? it was on the wii u it was on the wii u yeah 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 so it's like sharp fe ibun sharp Roku. yeah sharp fe i think it's called mirage uh, sessions right mirage something mirage oh uh, yeah mirage sessions fe yeah, so that's the English title. Um, so that's getting ported over in January. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. There we go. Right, of course. Sorry. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. What's the what's the Japanese title? Like I haven't actually like looked up the whole title before. Like what is it? Oh gosh, like testing it's, my Japanese now. It's like it's really long. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I can't read. Oh wait, sorry. Gen e ibun roku sharp. Sharp. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. Yeah, that's what yeah, it is. Gosh, I can't say that. It's just, it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's I, a lot of long civil syllables in there in the middle. I mean, I, I stumbled it too just now, but I mean, you got it. Gosh, it was Wii U. Like that, did that just like come out of the blue? Was that a, what? No, I mean, not really. It's because it was Wii U. It's because it was yeah, Wii U. Yeah, it's because it was Wii U. So a lot of people never got the chance to play it. And then now it's coming out on Switch. So now, like everyone, looks, everyone looks has a chance to play it. It looks really good. It's so it looks so good. So, um, 
I'm going to play it finally because I actually own a Wii U, but I just hate playing the Wii U so much that I'm, I like never played it. Game is, has so many vibrant colors in it. I'm just looking at screenshots and it's like that sharp, that FE sharp. It, it's like if Persona kind of put a touch on Shin Megami. I mean, well, that's basically what it is. Yeah, it's basically it's, what it's it touch. is. <laughs> and then like Fire Emblem's like, yeah, we just coming in for a little bit. So it's like basically imagine you're playing a Persona game, but all your Personas are Fire Emblem characters. And that's what this game is. This is... Uh... <laughs> I'm still looking it up like, hmm, this looks kind of... I mean, it looks interesting, honestly. I mean, the artwork looks good, too. So that's January. And then March, yeah, we're getting FF7, and then we're getting like Cyberpunk, and then... So you okay. need to choose one RPG that you haven't played. See, I made it easy for you right there. And then just don't play it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I have to, like, I have to play Persona 5. Like, I have to get that game. And then oh, I have to, like, word. play, I have to play, I basically have to finish it before Death Stranding comes out. And then I got to finish Death Stranding. Before... I, th I think you'll be able to finish Death Stranding, but not before Pokemon. That's no, not, not that's before like Pokemon. Yeah. Some way killing yourself. <laughs> no yeah. sleep at all. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, those are a bunch of the games uh, that I'm looking forward to uh, in the next like year. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to, and this is like coming out of TGS. I didn't go into TGS looking specifically for any games, like looking forward to playing anything or finding out more information about it that much. Just because, you know, a lot of stuff happened before, like right before TGS. Uh, but the things that took me by surprise, honestly, uh, were the new trailers for guilty gear oh guilty yeah gear, like, for sure mm -hmm. like i i mean i played a little bit of guilty gear back in high school not much but i played a lot of of uh blaze blue blaze blue whichever one you want to say yeah mm -hmm. and yeah, and then like you know i live in japan but i don't play a lot just because there's not anyone to fight against uh what do you mean there's like everyone to fight against you live in japan well, yeah, like my my main jam is Soul Calibur, and no one plays it. So no, that game. <laughs> yeah, that game, it dies. That game dead. It it die it die every year around yeah. the same time. Like I yeah yeah my sad faces. But it was good though. Like what's the newest one again? Like six. Yeah, six. It's it's good. It's solid. It's the best. Like it is one of the best since two. Honestly, two. I like three, but three's broken. But it's one of okay. the best. It's really good. <laughs> Tempo wise, I mean they just have a bad issue of putting out good characters early enough for people to kind of stay with it. I went into the lobby and there's like no one there in Japan. I'm like, what, what do I have to yeah, do but... to find someone to fight? <laughs> yeah. But isn't like, isn't two B like a DLC character? Yeah. Yeah. And she's good. She's crazy, man. She, that's like she has like full character. screen mix ups. Yeah. And... So that's, that is a thing, but I came out looking forward to guilty gear. Just ah, the song, the soundtrack of course has always mm -hmm. been good, but yeah, just how it's looking like arc. Like, what are you, what are you guys on? These yeah, days? no, just I got to anime. Say, I got to <laughs> say that arc, um, arc system. Those guys know how to make an anime game. Like they look so good. They, this is, it's going to be good. So I'm thinking actually about like, I, I really wanted to actually try to play it. And then of course, uh one other game that i really wasn't actually expecting but it was on uh part part of our work uh was neo 2 oh yeah the game looks surprisingly good surprisingly really good i mean i guess it's ever since i i played blood bloodborne earlier this year and yeah. i i finally kind of understood how to play those games a little bit and i and like it's sunk in that it's okay not to want to go and just beat the crap out of something you can hold back a little bit you can pull enemies away from other enemies it's fine 
don't feel like you're you're a coward yeah you're, you have to do that to, yeah. to survive yeah you're fighting smart you know so it it i don't i don't know i almost want to play the first game the thing with team ninja combat or team ninja mechanics is they cram a lot of stuff into the game you know bloodborne is simply one or two or three button presses whereas like neo has four different stances and then you can add moves for each stance and then countering and all this i'm like oh god it's so complex but it looks good though it I'm looks like really fluid so neo 2 looks surprisingly good also um i didn't see a lot of it but that this game is coming out really soon that's code vein oh <laughs> anime souls how is it gonna go yeah so it's like been delayed. I, it was delayed for what, a year oh my god it was like delayed for a full year yeah but i mean it's coming out like really soon like super soon like i don't know like a week or something from now i know a lot of people were excited about it though yeah a lot of people really were um and i was looking at a bunch of characters because you can make your own character right 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 you can make wild characters like it's a pretty open character uh creator uh, let me. I'm gonna look up some right now, just just for fun. Code yeah, vein. Like code vein, like custom character, and just like prepare yourself for like the weirdest, the weirdest. Oh stuff. my word! Jeez. Yeah, they don't look bad either. That's a you know like soul. So soul caliber has a really cool, you know, really good uh, character creation mm -hmm. engine. But I just don't like the way soul caliber characters look in game. I love how they look outside on like in concept art, but in game their eyes just are weird. But yeah. This this looks like I'm looking at. Is this this is I think Eno from Naruto? And yeah, you can make she, like, she looks exactly like her. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean what lends what lends the I'm sorry, what helps out the character creator is that it's already an anime aesthetic. Is that so like I mean, it's yeah. really easy to make anime characters, right? You know what I mean? Because it's already that same aesthetic. Like this mash looks like a this is a really good mash. I think this is like Amelia from uh Marie Zero. Is her name Amelia? Rezero? Oh, Amelia. Sorry, Amelia. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like minus like you can't get all the clothes co completely right, but you can get like the faces in this like spot spot on almost. Yeah, because like with Soul Calibur, it's like a 3D game, right? It's still kind of yeah. anime, but it's 3D. So you're porting like an anime character into a 3D space, and it kind of comes out weird sometimes. Yeah. But when it's like Code Vein, when it's already anime, it's just you know it's anime anime. You can you can do it like it looks super good i wonder if you'll be able to this would be a great like game to have because it's co-op too right if i remember Is it, it should be it should be co-op yeah this would be a good game to do like a, a co-op run through and just make some good anime characters but then just spend time literally talking at a camera <laughs> talking at a camera yeah like a virtual youtuber oh uh, you every once yeah, in a while you, you take a break from comments like i right, guess we're gonna take a break and we're gonna talk <laughs> yeah i mean so that's Covan. That's coming out like really soon. So I don't like. I, I I hope this game launches for like releases for thirty bucks. We'll never uh, do that in Japan. No, like not not that cheap. So it'll yeah. be out on PS4 and PC and I think See? Xbox One if you're outside of Japan. I am. I don't know if I want to. I I almost want to take a plunge and get this. So here's the thing, yeah, I I know what you're saying. Like, so I agree with you. It's like it looks really good. It looks so good, but I don't have time for it. I gotta choose games. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I mean, I, I still have to play games like that I haven't played from this year and last year, the year before last.
like I'll only get Code Vein if I have like three other people that are just like, you have to play Code Vein. You have to play this game with me. I'm like, then fine, I'll get it. But I'm probably not going to buy it on my own. Oh, man, jeez. Well, we've, we've given Code Vein more spotlight than it ever, than it thought it would deserve. Well, I mean, it got, it got delayed for a full year, so it better be good. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, But they're still so silent on it, right? Like, besides this, um, like TGS actually being there, there's still no, like, buzz around it. Like, I don't know if there's even a marketing division for this game. Like, it's yeah, just, it's weird. You, yeah, I, it I know. Died. It, it legit just, died. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> just, like, died. forgetting about it. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Um I think I that's pretty we'll, much all, uh, all the other games that I was looking forward to for for TGS. Yeah, well, we've we've definitely gone to our time limit, but it just it was it was a lot of fun. Um, there are other games we could definitely talk about, like how Shinmu is apparently just giving refunds out, and and how Kingdom Hearts has DLC. Because, oh, remind, yeah, yeah, it's just that's another game I have to play. But we should probably go and play some of these games. Or uh, prepare to play them. Yeah, or like get my nice. get my schedule free. <laughs> get our schedules free to uh yeah to become hardcore gamers. Maybe we'll even stream those games. You never know, people. Sure, sounds good. We're always we're always here. So, uh, that was episode one of the unknown games. Wait, unknown named games podcast. It's a it's a work in progress. That's the subtitle. That's the, it's, it's a work, work, in, work in progress. It's a work in progress. Yeah, I I could get used to this. The unknown games podcast. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Yeah. I actually like it now. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can find me at uh, on Twitter at. Oh, if I if I if I tell you my Twitter, you'll all be able to find my entire name. So you'll find us when you find us. When you find us, we're gonna upload this to SoundCloud for now, and sure. when we get technologically advanced, advanced. We'll uh, maybe do some other things. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. That's it. Uh, until next time, whenever that may be, hopefully next week, week bef- after next. I was going to say the week before next, but that's weird. Maybe two weeks from now <laughs> or the next week. Yep. Sounds good. I need a, need, a, need, a, need a line to go out on. Alex, you got a line? Uh, stay clean. Peace. Stay clean. Ah. <laughs> what he said.